0: And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee.
1: Acts chapter 5, verse 33. We are still where the apostles are standing before the Sanhedrin defending the faith and I ask God I said God I need you to make these scriptures relevant to us today I want you to meet us where we are with these scriptures and I think the Lord has given me a word for the church at this time amen let's read quickly Acts chapter 5 verse 33 to we'll read 32 35 And then we'll jump over to 38 to 42. Let's read together collectively. Amen. Acts chapter 5 verse 33. And it reads, When they heard that they were cut to the heart and took counsel to slay them, then stood there up one in the council, a Pharisee named Gamaliel, a doctor of the law, had in reputation among all the people and commanded to put the apostles forth a little space. You men of Israel, take heed to yourselves what you intend to do as touching these men. Verse 38, jump to verse 38. Refrain from these men and let them alone, for if this counsel or work be of men, it will come to naught. But if it be of God, you cannot overthrow it, lest haply you be found even to fight against God. And when they had called the apostles and beaten them, they commanded that they should not speak in the name of Jesus and let them go. And they departed from the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for his name. And daily in the temple and in the house, they ceased not to teach and preach Jesus Christ. Glory be to God. They ceased not to preach and teach Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Now, as I said earlier on, I've been asking God, I've been asking the Lord to show me how to make this portion of scripture we just read. You know, how to make it relevant. And after much reading and studying and meditation, I think the Lord would have me to entitle this portion of scriptures. They've got no teeth, only a loud bark. (laughs) Let me say that again. (laughs) (laughs) they've got no teeth only a loud bark i promise you another time we'll get into the technicalities of these verses but this morning in the privacy of our little group here in attendance i want to speak on the topic the sanhedrin they got no teeth only a loud bark amen tell your neighbor just watch to your left and to your right and just encourage your neighbor your neighbor tell them the thing that's bothering you yeah, the situation that's causing you to worry it's got no teeth only a loud bark now your situation may be an individual it may be what it may be a sickness it may be a disease are you with me saints? let me tell you brothers and sisters god told me to tell you it's got no teeth only a loud bark Oh, glory be to Jesus. And you know, a loud bark can emotionally paralyze. Sorry, it, 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 a loud bark uh, um, has a tendency to bring fear. And fear potentially can uh, immobilize somebody. Are you with me? And that's all the devil wants to do. He wants to paralyze us. Emotionally paralyze us. So, uh, so we'll stand still and do nothing and say nothing. But we got news for him. We know that he's got no teeth. Glory be to Jesus. All he has is a loud bark. <laughs> Glory be to Jesus. That's why we are told in Philippians chapter 4 verse 6. Be careful for what? Nothing. But in everything, by prayer, supplication, with thanksgiving... Let your request be made known unto God. Are you with me, Saints? It doesn't matter who or what's standing in your path. Listen to me. It's maybe a mountain. God told me to tell you it's got no teeth. It's going to be all right. It's going to be what? All right. You know, on Wednesday evening, <laughs> glory be to Jesus. Thank you. It is all right. It is finished. It is all right. And I want you to leave. In that solution, leave in the solution, leave in the answer of your request. On Wednesday night, I, um, I gave a joke, and I want to just silly humor, but I I remembered it, and I said I would introduce the sermon by giving that joke quickly, and um, I was listening to Les Brown. Many of you know Mr. Brown, and he said that he had a friend, a friend of his gave him a story about another friend, and he said. That friend said during his youth, every day after school on his way home, when he got to a certain block in his neighborhood, there was a neighborhood dog that would chase him with a loud bark every day. And as a result, he became fearful and would just run off. That happened day after day after day after day and so finally he said look i'm just tired of having that neighborhood dog amen barking at me and running after me i'm not in the olympics i deserve to walk home from school <laughs> amen <laughs> so one day on his way home after school minding his own business sure enough, same time same area same block the dog came running And as usual barking loud he took off running and then stopped and picked up a brick picked up a brick turned towards the dog and as the dog got closer hesitantly with his loud bark he took a peek and the dog had no teeth (laughs) now tell me how a dog (laughs) gets no teeth You tell me how a dog, a toothless dog. And you know, I don't want to traumatize some of you. Some of you, you love your dogs. (laughs) Some of you love your dogs. I don't want to stand on that topic. Oh my God, Pastor, talking about (laughs) my. Amen. Glory be to Jesus. And I thank God that everybody in here who has a dog, it has teeth. Amen. How many of you this morning would agree? That as we go through life, run from things most times they have no teeth and we don't even realize that until we take the time amen to take our stand are you with me with a brick in our hands not a brick but a word the word in our hands and in our heart and in our mouth and begin to speak it and realize finally when we break through we said that's it we thought there was more to that because it has no teeth that sickness has no teeth that 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 worry that person that's coming after you has no teeth glory be to jesus hallelujah the sanhedrin had no teeth like a toothless a toothless dog all they had was a loud bark you say preacher what you mean i want you to realize as soon as they decided to slaughter the apostles god had a man stood up god came to their defense as soon as the sanhedrin decided to slay the 12 men he moved in and protected his men let's read verse 33 verse 33 says you got it on the board and when they heard that when they heard what the apostles had said previously how their witnesses of what Jesus said. They talked to Jesus. They spoke with Jesus. When they heard that the apostles were telling them indirectly that God no longer need to go through you. Men and the Israelites no longer need to go through you to get to God. When they heard that God abandoned the sacrificial system. When they heard that it's only Jesus Christ. That's the way the truth and the life. They got mad and said let us kill them. Let us slay them. We see several principles at work here, and this is the first one I want to mention, out of many. The child of God is invincible in the will of God. you get what I'm saying saints? Principle at work here. The child of God is invincible in the will of God. We saw how the enemy came in like a flood to swallow the disciples. And he uses people to do that. Mm -hmm. Snuff their lives out. These are men who have kids. These are men with wives these are men who are children of parents and yet still these men they do not care for their own political gain they thought the apostles were getting in their way they thought they were losing popularity they were losing influence over the people and they said these men are getting in these men are getting in our way we need our influence let us kill them and immediately god said i need somebody to step in you know Isaiah fifty nine nineteen. one of my little boys favorite scripture verse it says when the enemy comes in like a flood the spirit of the Lord will do what raise up a standard raise up a standard amen and how does God do that how does God does that how he does how how does he raise a standard I'll show you in a while but I want you to tell your neighbor that that dog ain't got no teeth yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a loud back. Just a loud back. Because the man of God, the human of God, the child of God, the in the will of God is invincible. 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 Notice how God raised the standard. God used people. Oh, Lord have mercy. He uses whom? People. Don't you underestimate people because you never know who God is going to use. to deliver you, to make a way for you, to speak a word on your behalf. Saints, listen to me brothers and sisters, gone are the days where God just opened up the heavens, are you with me? And say, here am I. Sometimes he does that. But the Bible says God has given you and I authority. The Bible says the heavens belong to God, but the earth is given to the children of men. God has power and authority to work on His behalf, in His behalf on the earth. And until you, like Gamaliel, stand up and open your mouth and say, "Did I, or did I not hear you say you're going to murder this man?" That's why I said this morning I want to make it relevant. Until you stand, you stand. Until we stand and say, "Did I, or did I not hear something that's not in line with the Word of God?" The devil will have his day until you stand like Gamaliel and say something. Are you with me, saints? Oh, glory be to Jesus. God is always looking. He's The Bible says his eyes looking to and through. Throughout the whole world, looking for somebody so he can make himself strong in the behalf. Strong because he wants to deliver somebody. Strong because he wants to make a way. Strong because that's how God chooses to work. Through people. Through what? People. Long, long time ago, long time ago, um, I remembered, uh, where was I? In New York. I was in, I was going to a street, a church on Canal Street, I think right at the 125th, right here, 125th, and, and uh, anyhow, around that area, and there was a pastor preaching, and he said, I never forgot that, he said that in, on this earth, Every time you're going to be promoted by God, he's going to use a man to do it. He said, on this earth, he said, God is not going to come from heaven and just say, I'm going to promote you. No. He said, God is going to walk through the hearts of people to promote you. So he said, see everybody as your neighbor. (laughs) Oh, glory be to Jesus. And so in that case, He raised Gamaliel. How did he raise a standard to protect his men, his 12 men? He raised a standard. He used Gamaliel. By the way, the name Gamaliel came from a Hebrew word which means reward of God. It means God is my recompense. God was showing the disciples, I am your reward. I am here to defend you. Isn't that amazing? No, you know, we can spend the whole month on the word reward. Amen? We can come here for a while. But I'll say this right there. In Genesis chapter 15, we're not getting off track. Amen? I'm going to get back. But in Genesis chapter 15, I was just intrigued that the word Gamaliel is from a Hebrew word that means reward of God. Recompense of God. Isn't that amazing? And so in Genesis chapter 15, verse 1, God showed up to encourage Abraham. His name was not Abraham, still Abram, and God said to him in a vision Genesis fifteen one He said, "Fear not, Abraham. I am your shield and your exceeding great what reward. I am your shield and your not just great reward, but exceeding great reward. I am your shield and what? Somebody needs to hear that this morning. God needs you to know that He's your shield." And he's your exceeding great reward. And that dog got no teeth. Excuse my vernacular. That dog, because God is your reward, because God is your shield. That dog has no teeth. It cannot do no harm. It cannot hurt you. Are you with me, saints? The most it can do if it comes is gum you. Gum. That's all it can do. Just give it your hands and say, You go ahead and gum me. That's all. But you cannot touch me. Are you with me, saints? You have no bite in you. Jesus took your bite 2,000 years ago. Oh, glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. That's why the Bible says in John, oh my God, the verse, let me it says. Fear not those who can kill the body and cannot touch the spirit. But fear whom who can kill both body and spirit. Yes, you may beat me, but you cannot touch me. Because you got no teeth. And I know that. Oh God, we give you praise. Hallelujah. So God said to Abraham, I am your shield and your what? So just like God said to Abraham, I'm your shield. He's showing up to the disciples and he's saying, look, I'm your shield and I am your great reward. Now, why did God tell Abraham that? This is why God told Abraham that. Abraham had just taken a great step of faith. And since that happens every time, every time you're in the will of God. And you take a great step of faith. The devil comes. He comes with fear. What Abraham did. You can read, read about it. Let me just say it. Because uh, it has to do with. I was at a concert last night. I got so irate there for a little while. You all will see why not. Why now. But I was at the. Um, Abraham had. Let me deal with Abraham first. Before I br- bring, bring myself to the concert. Amen. Abraham who had just given a great offering. A great offering. I mean I'm talking about millions of dollars and the bible you know sometimes when you give that way and you go home sometimes you need to give that way you're carried by god that is not you see giving is a gift you know that it's a supernatural some of you giving is a gift (laughs) why is the amen on that so isn't giving a gift it's listed in uh, romans chapter 12 so when you give not everybody can do that are you with me amen somebody you have to break every knuckle because before you can get a penny but some <laughs> glory be to Jesus. <laughs> glory be to God. But Abraham, moved by the spirit of God, gave, gave. And after he gave, he went home and he said, "Oh my God, I could have kept that money and fear." Fear came, and that's why God said, "Fear what? Fear not." Do not fear, because because if you entertain fear, that reward that's coming is going to be circumvented. So God tell him, fear not. You moved in faith, stay in faith. Because I am your shield. God didn't say, I'm going to provide a shield. God said, I am your shield, and I'm not going to give you a reward. I am your exceeding great reward. That happened exactly after he gave a gift. No, I was at a concert last night and I heard a guy call himself Sir Whatever Baptist. And he said, it is time that we take the tithe and give it to the public. What ridiculous stuff to say. Are you with me? I was just listening to a couple of pastors. Uh, uh, listening to a pastor. He said, he, they, they just gave him five churches. Because the pastors are getting discouraged. Folks are not coming to church. They are not showing up. And when they don't show up, their tithes don't show up. Are you with me? These men get so frustrated, they walked away and gave the church to a pastor. And he said, he cannot preach in all these churches. So he stuck a big old television in there. A screen. And he's just broadcasting through there. Are you with me? And that's what the devil wants. He wants churches to shut down. Are you with me? The Bible, you cannot look, you cannot. The Bible says, I'm going to show you in a while. Do not, the Bible says, do not remove the ancient landmark that the fathers have set. One of the ancient landmarks God set is the tithe. The Bible says that's the only way there can be meat in my house. Are you with me? Meat is a prey. When you catch a prey, there's something, it's food in the house. So God said that's the only way, the bills of the church, are you with me? Can get paid now. When you give somebody a mic who's biblically illiterate and spiritually inept, you there's no amount of damage they can do, and he's speaking that in the presence of thousands of students. And I got so irate because that's what the devil is doing. What he's doing, he's speaking forth, and that man with that mic is moving the ancient landmark. The Bible says, If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? He's trying to destroy the foundation that God set in place. Brothers and sisters, don't you ever stop giving to God. Amen. I'm not saying that because I'm a pastor. Because I pastor for years without any check, without any money. Are you with me? For that matter, we took our bills, our money to pay the church. Are you with me? But I know the principle of giving. If the, by the, God said in, in Malachi 3.10, If you don't do it, there'll be no meat in my house. There'll be no church and that's what the devil wants. so you have a man with a mic out there being used by the devil saying so it's time we take the tithe and give it give it to which public that's not what the word says the Bible says bring it in my house my house my house are you with me uh, you know there are folks talking today well the church can be you can meet on the tree on the trees not a house are you get what I'm saying? don't you don't you worry. These people stay with the word and get grounded in the word. Understand what the land, what the ancient landmarks are. are. You with me? Can I can, can I can I push it further? Can I can you forgive me if I say that? Say, do not remove the, the the landmarks that the ancient fathers have set in place. Do not remove the ancient landmarks that the what the founding fathers have set in place. Are you with me? I'm going to make a statement. A statement here. You don't twist norms established for partisan purposes let me move on here are you getting what i'm saying you stay with the word you stay with the landmark because if you move the landmark for one you have to move the landmark for everybody and then there'll be no foundation you don't twist norms you don't twist laws to suit you are you with me laws are laws and we abide as citizens oh glory be to god well i guess i get out of my chase oh glory be to jesus oh lord i give you praise hear those things going on and you get i get so disappointed because people don't know the word amen the lord was promising abraham to be a friend Mm? who sticks closer than a brother and if god promised that to abraham under the old covenant hebrews 8 6 says we have a better covenant that's based on what Better promises. Amen. (laughs) Glory. Don't you forget our point. Our point is, as I said, the child of God, the man of God, the woman of God, in the will of God is invincible. That's our point. Are you with me? God will raise a man. He'll raise a woman. That's how he raises a standard. To protect his people. Amen. And let me say that again. Whatever that's chasing you, whatever you're fighting with, it has no teeth. Just a loud bark. Amen. He used the man. He used the man. He uses people. He uses what? People. Proverbs 20 to 28. I just referenced it. Remove not the ancient landmark which the fathers have set. Psalms eleven three. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Since we stay with the landmark, the laws, and we stay with the foundations. And don't move them. Lest society collapse... Our church collapsed. Are you with me? So what do we need? We need men and women like Gamaliel. We need men and women like Gamaliel who stand up and say, Did I hear or did I not hear that you said? Are you Hold people accountable to what, to what they say. Hold people accountable to what they say. We should do the only way. That's the only way. The landmark is going to remain where it is and the foundations are going to stay where it is. If people speak, you got to speak the truth in love. Amen. So Gamaliel said, did I or did I not hear 69 out of 70 of you said, let's murder these men. Did I hear that these are men who are husbands? These are men with kids. How many of you thank God for separation of powers? Thank God for the days of anarchy. They are behind us. Amen. You know who they are blaming now for the Holocaust? Silent pulpits, who never said anything about the Jews. That's who they are blaming. They are blaming who? Silence. Put pulp- the church. Silent pulpits. You see what they, you see. What Hitler started doing. If you do read the history, he began mocking Christian, Began mocking the Jews first. Everybody laughed. Amen. He began spewing hate. Everybody laughed. Nobody said anything. The pulpit said and didn't say anything. Then he made laws against them. The pulpit said nothing. Are you with me? And if you are not careful, that's how the devil. That's what he does, bit by bit, piece by piece. His goal is to kill, to kill and to destroy. Are you with me? But bit by, as what he does is he, he he makes you insensitive. He desensitizes, bit by bit. Amen. And so as he's spewing through one man, hmm? he's desensit because everybody's laughing, and then you know it, Hitler. Start putting these people in concentration camps and murdered six million Jews. Pulpits never said anything about it. And I'm saying God needs people like whom? Gamaliel. People who stand up and say, Did I or did I not hear you say this? Hmm? Oh, glory be to Jesus. I got one more witness, if you will indulge me. I got one more witness if you'll indulge me, of how God raises somebody. Amen? To to uh, raise somebody to use as a standard against the enemy. He used Gamaliel. He used David. You remember David? You remember he used David. David, while David was in the army, he told his father, said to him, get some get some, uh, get some, some sandwiches and take to your brothers. And while he was talking in the army, while he was there talking, talking with them, glory be to Jesus, he heard Goliath. He heard Goliath. I... You see, when Goliath spoke, everybody ran. Everybody, everybody ran. Nobody said anything. God is looking for one man to raise a standard. He's looking for one woman to raise a standard. And saints, I'm asking you, you may be the one God is looking for. To raise that standard, to change that situation. Are you with me, saints? Glory, but you got to stand up and say something. You got to what? Stand up and say something. So while David was in the Israelite come speaking to the soldiers, he heard Goliath said this, and I'm going to read it rather expeditiously. He said, Goliath stood and said, why did you come out here? Today, in battle array, am I not a Philistine, and you servants of Saul? Choose you a man for you, and let him come down to me. And if he be able to fight with me and kill me, he, he's barking. In case you didn't understand what he's saying, he's barking. Amen. Then will we be your servants? But if I prevail against him and kill him, then you shall be our servants and servants. And the Philistine said i defy what the armies of israel this day give me a man that we may fight together he said that everybody run they scattered like roaches but god was looking for one man how long did he how long he said that for 40 40 days he came out and said the very same thing first samuel chapter 17 verse 26 said to us for 40 days he came out he said the very same thing every time he said it everybody ran. But that day, that last day, (laughs) glory be to Jesus. God sent his men. Amen. And while David was there, he heard Goliath. And he said, did I or did I not hear this uncircumcised Philistine defy the armies of the living God? (laughs) Just like Gamaliel. Did I or did I not hear you say you want to murder? Did I or did I not hear you say that you defy? You are an uncircumcised Philistine. Uncircumcised means you are out of covenant. You are not in covenant with the Most
0: High God. Please take time to meditate on the word and let it sink into your heart and soul and mind today knowing that the Christian who meditates on the word will be like a tree planted by the water, bringing forth fruit in its season and prospering in all that he does. But what if you aren't a Christian today? What if you don't know if you're bound for heaven as a forgiven child of God? If that's you, then let's take care of it right now if you're ready. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Are you ready to be forgiven of your sins and washed clean and made new?
2: Good day to our listeners. I am Satera Wallace. We have Pastor Emmanuel Williams with us from Imitators of God Ministry, who comes on the air weekly Thursday at 12 noon. Before we talk about our projects today, we want to thank our listeners who have contacted us in the past and have expressed their appreciation for the programs that we present. Welcome back, Pastor Emmanuel Williams.
1: Yes, thank you for having me back. I am so excited to be here this morning. Initially, you mentioned thanking those who listen to us, contacting us. I am so appreciative of that. I'm so grateful. We have quite a few people who have called and they've written, and it serves really as a source of encouragement because sometimes, you know, you do things and you want to measure progress. This is one of the ways that confirms that you're making an impact and... Um, a way to measure progress so those of you who are listening and those of you who contacted us I want to say thank you so much continue to do so because it serves as an encouragement to us
2: that is awesome I I remember you also mentioned to me that you have indeed had visitors who have come to the church as well
1: yes yes Uh, visitors Dave because of the program because of the program they came and visited and enjoyed it and thank you all so much Uh, as I said it's really an encouragement to us
2: Well, a lot has been going on at Imitators of God Ministries. Pastor,
1: tell us a little bit about those phenomenal things that are going on. Before I do get into these things, because we are a community-based church, the reason for this particular program is, again, to reach out to the community to ask for the community's help. We are asking the community to help us acquire our first building that will house Imitators of God Ministries. Awesome. God is a wonderful God. And uh, you know, those of you who are listening for the first time or who've heard this interview in the past, in March of this year, 2019, we entered into our ninth year of ministry. And God has been so good to us. In February this year, after committing this ministry to the Lord in prayer, you know, we started... February twenty eleven. Yes. After committing this ministry to the Lord in prayer, we started in a small dining room. Wow. We blossomed, went to a, a school, rented a classroom, and then in May of this year we were presented with the opportunity to purchase our own building. Bless the Lord. And Lord. and so that is why we are here today. And and I know we're going to get into the programs. That the church offers to the community But I want to put that need before The community Those of you who are listening The Bible says if you don't ask You don't receive
2: I just want to encourage our listeners We would agree all that Pastor Emmanuel has been such a blessing On this broadcast And we want to encourage you to go ahead And begin to make your donations And go to www.just10campaign.com Again thats www. Just 10 campaign.com. If you choose to give by check, please make all your checks payable to Imitators of God Ministries, and you can mail that check to 4750 Capital Circle Southeast, Tallahassee, Florida 32311. And we'll give that address again, and periodically we'll give you the website as well. So going forward, Pastor Emmanuel, you have some phenomenal programs for the youth, and one of them is the mentoring programs. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Certainly, at our church, God has blessed us with um, uh, individuals who uh, who have been out there in the community, sorry, working and helping the youth. And at the church, we have two mentoring programs. Um, we have the Boy Scout and Troop 77, and we have another program called TAG, T-A-G, it means together achieving greatness. Wow. And these are mature people who've gotten help themselves in the past and they know the importance of mentoring the youth at our church. So we have these two programs targeted to help the youth, you know, go through the maze. (laughs) Yes. You know, in this society.
2: I remember that last year you started the health prevention services.
1: The health prevention services, we, again, at the church, we have qualified Professionals, people, professionals. Yeah. I was about to say nurses. I'm sorry. That's nurses. Okay. Yeah, we do That's have okay. a lot of nurses. God has blessed us, thank God, for quite <laughs> a few um, nurses and also professionals who've worked. My wife, she's worked uh, at the Leon County Health Department, so uh, God has really blessed us with people who can do that. And so we launched the Health uh, Prevention Services Initiative, and what it does, it provides a wide, a wide range of prevention, education, and awareness services. You know, the church is a strong advocate for the fight against AIDS and other chronic diseases and has conducted educational health seminars to address these concerns. And it's
2: necessary in our community.
1: It is. it is, And the thing is, it's in the church and um, it's in most churches and that's why we decided to ensure that we can serve people in that area. It's needed.
2: It's definitely needed. I know your newest community project is your psychosocial group, which offers anger management and is facilitated by your licensed clinical social worker staff who are also in the church. I understand you have at least three or four counselors that are already there. What are you all
1: planning to do there? Yeah, What we're planning to do is expand the psychosocial group to offer substance abuse classes in 2020. Awesome. You know, God has been good to us and that's why we are reaching out to the community. All these services, all these services are done at the church. Um, 47 Fifth Capital Circle, Southeast, uh, Tallahassee, Florida, 32311 is our address. And um, that's why reaching out. Those of you who've listened to us in the past asking for your help, we At first, we thought we would have acquired the structure at the end of June, but we got an extension. Yes. We got an extension uh, with the bank, and we'll be closing on September 12th. And so we're asking everybody who are listening today, if you can help support us financially, we would really appreciate that. I'm going to be honest, we need (laughs) need $80,000 to bring to the table. $80,000. Eighty thousand dollars and eighty thousand dollars is a piece of cake for Jesus. Yes, it is. It's a what a piece, piece of, cake of cake for, Jesus. for that's, Jesus. That's 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 not insurmountable no. for God. And so, and so we are asking those of you can help to do so. I believe it's a done deal. I believe the it's Bible done. says, you know, ask and you shall receive, mm-hmm. and that's what we're doing here. Somebody out there can help, whether it's you or you know somebody who can give or loan the funds to us. That would be so wonderful
2: Exactly And by, we, and by doing that We say each one Reach one You tell somebody else Yes And, and so we want to go to www.just10campaign.com I noticed also that you had um, You have money management You have health prevention services <laughs> You have other projects going on in Thanksgiving, giving out needy baskets. One thing that I I remembered that sticks out in my mind are all the people who line up on Saturdays. One thing that sticks out in my mind is all the people that when we drive by on Saturdays that stand out in my mind are the people coming for food and clothing Mm -hmm. on the third of every month.
1: Yeah, the third Saturday of every month. On the third Saturday every month, we do have a pantry. We have partnered with Second Harvest and Farm Share, and we do feed almost 300 people. Plus, on the third Saturday of every month, God has been so good to us. Look, I'll tell you this much. God has implanted a desire in our hearts to fill in County and the surrounding counties, the Big Bend area, the state of Florida, and the United States, honestly, <laughs> yeah. to serve, uh, uh, just, just to fill them with the doctrine of Jesus Christ. And part of the doctrine of Jesus Christ is to feed the poor. Yeah. And... Um, That's what we are doing. We are out there doing that which the Lord commanded us to do. And it is a blessing to serve in that in you know in that capacity. Honestly, I wish we could do more, but you gotta start somewhere. As the Lord blesses. As the Lord blesses and when we acquire that property, we'll be able to do more. So again that's why we're reaching out here. We cannot do that without help. We cannot do this without the community being involved. And so we are asking everybody to help us in this endeavor. That's
2: awesome. I'm excited for you all. I just want to repeat the contact information it's www.just10campaign.com. And if you choose to give by check and would like to mail it into to the Imitators of God Ministries, please use the address 4750 Capital Circle Southeast. Tallahassee, Florida, 32311. Wouldn't you all agree what a blessing Pastor Emmanuel is in our community on this broadcast? Thank you so much again for your donations and for contacting us and for showing up in the congregation. We'd just like to encourage you to continue listening every Thursday at 12 noon for this impactful broadcast. I am Satera Wallace here with Pastor Emmanuel Williams with the Imitators of God Ministries. Thank you for listening and have a phenomenal week. Bye-bye.